Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was A Bit Taller. I am Amir. Fergie's about to jump on and we get into our bets. We get into what is Golden State doing? What is going on with New York? What is going on in Memphis? We are avoiding conversations about Dallas and we get into the Lakers-Celtics game. Listen in. Except watching some of my team's struggles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, me off. You not only struggled with your team, you struggled with all your bets. You lost not only the three games, you lost a little last minute bet that you threw in there with the Lakers Blazers. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was so a rough one for sure. I went back and I recalculated everything, okay? Oh, here we go. It, no, so, no, 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 no. You're still up. No, you're still up. So, so remember how we said we were going to start off with 10,000? And then all of a sudden last week I went to a thousand. And then so like everything, I was like, why is this seem so wrong from the week before? So I went back and listened to all the episodes, literally the first couple of minutes of it, all of them. So you have, yes, last week you had, last week you had 10,150. Okay. And then you lost all three games plus your $25 bet. So you are at 9,925. Oh, well, now I know we got almost 10 Gs. I'm going to start yeah. betting yeah. big. Yeah, and then <laughs> I'm at 9,000. I was at 9,600. I won the Laker bet, and I won the Dallas bet. We can get into that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I lost the Brooklyn. We both lost the Brooklyn bet. So I'm at 9,650. So you're up by basically 300 on me. And Word. here we go. Golden State at uh, Philly this Friday. Um, they're on a little West or East Coast trip. There is not a, another team in the NBA that I'm more confused about than the Golden State Warriors. How, with the talent they have, they cannot put it together. And my question is, after the incident with Draymond Green, yep. just is the locker room cancerous and they can't move forward until they, they move one of them out of there? What do you think? I don't think it's cancerous. I think they just didn't do a good job of putting the role players that they've always had around these guys. They've always had relatively veteran players around these guys, and they didn't ever really have a, another score. It was basically Clay, and it was, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, Curry. And then they had, and that pool is taking kind of like that Durant role, but then they don't have good solid wing players to match up and play defense and do all the other yeah. things that they, they used to have. Right. So I think that's the biggest thing we all, uh, you know, we all assume that the, those three can carry the team and they can only do so much, you know? Yeah. You're wondering and say, God, is, is it catching up to them? I mean, last year, everything was great. And Oh my God, they're going to repeat. And all of a sudden you, you go out and, you look at them versus average teams and they're struggling. I mean, they're, they're not winning the games that they're supposed to win and not even coming close to the other one. So it's very, very weird to watch that team. Uh, I got to go with the 76ers. I mean, I, I can't pick golden state on the road. Um, even though I, I root for them and I, I like 
the way they play or the way they used to play, for God's sakes. Uh, I'm going to go Philadelphia for 200. Ooh, 200. Okay. So they are on, yeah, they're on a West Coast, uh, East Coast trip. They played Milwaukee. They lost. They played Indy last or tonight and they lost and they got Philly Friday. I think it's an ESPN game. I think I'm going to go, I'll go with Golden State. Um, and I'll bet, I'll just bet a hundred. I'll bet a hundred right there. All right. The next game we got is actually, I mean, do you want to talk about Philly at all or no? Do you have yes, any Yes, I thoughts? was just about to say, yeah. can we talk about, so, you know, I know I did pick them to go to the, I think it was the finals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's playing at a really high level. There was, a, there was a game the other day where I saw we're in the first quarter. I think he had or 25 or something in the first quarter or something crazy. But then I checked later and the volume that he had for his shots weren't there. I mean, that's a game where I don't know, call me crazy, but if somebody starts off in their nine for 10 from the field in the first quarter, you, you got to just feed them and, and maybe you have a, a career night out there, right? Allow somebody to potentially go career if they start off a game and it's just the, the matchup is favorable don't have a big that can really stick with him. He's obviously got a hot hand shooting. Um, I, I don't. I didn't understand the you know the the volume of shots. Now I know that's a kind of a selfish way to to think about it. But for your superstar who you're trying to one of these years get him an MVP, right? They've been lobbying for that. Mm-hmm. He's been lobbying for it. I I feel that if you're in that situation where you can say, "Hey, big fella, go get seventy tonight. Put yourself in a." you know, in a group of players that is a very small group that have scored 70 in a game. And I mean, give it a chance, at least in the second quarter, go crazy again and get him another, you know, 10 shots in the second quarter. I don't care if you sit him a little bit, but feed him the feed him at his little elbow and let him, uh, and let him go to work. So I don't know. I was, I was a little surprised by that, but uh, one of the things which I did talk about preseason, which I thought Harden was going to come and have a, uh, you know, strong year. And Hey, I tell you what, he may not be scoring the ball at, the volume we're used to but he's he's distributing it he's playing well he is but i was i was just going about to bring up Harden, and the one thing that pops out at me is his field goal percentage isn't high for a no. guard it's 43 and his three-point percentage is 36 and isn't usually, terrible 36 and isn't terrible for an nba player Let's be honest. Yeah, but for O'Harden, that's yeah. pretty bad. I mean, with seven attempts per game, plus he usually got a – What's his career, though? 30, 37% for three. I mean, you, you think about it, that's that's above average for NBA guard. Let's see, career, his three-point – well, it's, it's 36, his regular season 36, so he's right on average. But, you know, all those years where he was dropping, what, 50 points, 50 – whatever it was – one thing he was doing a lot of was getting to the basket, getting fouled, and then yeah. getting those. He's uh, what was he shooting? He's shooting free throw. I was just looked it up. It's seven attempts per game, which is for him really low. Let me see what was it. He's shooting six free throws a game, which is really low for him. That's like half of what he used to do, you know. And that's well, he used to be able to get a guaranteed one three pointer a game where he was doing that swing yep. through. Yep. to get three more and usually another time of game. So it, it, it really has gone down at least five or so free throws every game from things he used to be able to do. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, he's not driving to the lane as much. Um, you know, Embiid is in there. He's Embiid's, 
a big boy inside and uh that takes away a little bit of the ability yeah. to kind of drive to yeah. the basket so yeah. i don't he know they're, they're figuring out I think he's also lose, lose has lost or slowing down, and it's you know uh, the part the way he parties, you're you're gonna lose a lot of your athleticism pretty quick because you're just not in shape. So, um, but Very they're true. still you know they're still what what are they in the standings? They're still in there. They're hey, fifteen and twelve. They're, they're in the mix. They took a took a punch at the beginning of the season. They're fifth. Uh, you know, dude, they're fifth in the kinda, East. People didn't write them off, but people were like, oh gosh, including you know ourselves on the pod. But uh, yeah, no, they're they're getting it right. Yeah, there's there's not too many teams really running away with it besides you know Boston for God's yeah. sakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's go about uh, Knicks versus Indy Sunday night, and I just picked that because they're both right around the six seven seed. Um, they're both you know ascending kind of. Um, I think Indy's yeah. slowly falling to reality, but um, I think New York is slowly getting figuring some shit out. I don't know if you that know makes what, sense or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. With that one, I'll say I'm going to go with India, not because I think they're the better team by any means, but um, I think the role players that they have, the guard Halliburton getting over there, I think was just an amazing spot for him to land uh, to allow him to flourish and become, you know, a great point guard and continue to to build his skill set. He was behind Fox, wasn't getting the majority of the minutes or the touches where now he is, and he's really shown what he's able to do, as well as um, – what is it, uh, Matherin from uh, Arizona, yep. the rookie? So they got a nice little backcourt combo, which which I do like where where the Pacers are going a little bit. You know, not gonna be not gonna be where they need to be for the next couple of years, but you know, I like a, a few very very young pieces. So I'm gonna go with them for fifty. For fifty dollar, all right. Um, I'll just go against you. I'll go New York, and I'll bet fifty. Um, I don't really have a reason. I haven't watched a lot of Knicks games, but. Julius Randle is kind of putting some. He's starting to be the player he was a couple years ago. His defense still blows. Um, I think he just he was the year that he got picked into the All Star game. His defense had picked up, and so he got recognized yeah. for that. It's slowly gotten back to exactly who he, he, you know, he got his contract, and now he's back to who he is. You know. So let's let's be honest here. The team that has Julius Randle as your number one option. And your best player, are yeah. they ever going to make it to a conference finals? No, no, no. no. But, uh, you just, you just can't, right? If he is your number one option, and there's without question, he's your number one option. This, it can't happen. So I, there's, I can't root for them because you're just rooting for a team. Well, it's kind of what I do with the Angels. I root for losers, so <laughs> I can't really say rooting for losers, but. Um, <laughs> I can't expect them to go very far, so I'm going to pick the Pacers. All right. Okay. All right. All right. And next one we got is Memphis at Denver Thursday night. That's a good one. Ooh, gosh, who was even? I mean, who's even playing right now with some of these some of these teams? We got some injuries with some people. Um, I know. Well, jo- okay. So teams? Memphis is the second seed. They're tied for first, and then Denver's yep. right behind them. Um, I uh, Jaws playing right. Jaws back in. Yeah, I think he. I think he is. Does Denver have any uh, major injuries right now? Because I know Let's they were find out. So, coming um, into it. injuries. Desmond Bain is out. Danny Green is out, obviously for the season for Memphis. Uh, let me check. What you're making me do this on the cuff? Denver has. Let's see who their injuries are. They got Michael Porter out and some guy named Colin Gillespie. Gillespie? Okay, Gillespie, yeah. That's it. 
That's it. All so right. everyone's, everyone's in there. Yeah. And it's where is it at? At Denver? It's in Denver. So, you know, the home court of Angie in Denver, the elevation and yeah. usually benefits them in the first quarter, at least. Totally. totally. Um, you know, with, with the points, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go Memphis and whatever the line is, if they're a dog or a favorite, I'm going to go Memphis for a hundred. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Memphis. even with Desmond Bay. Now I think Jaw's going to maybe have to increase his scoring a little bit, which, he's very capable of doing um, yeah you know he, he does a lot of scoring anyways but you know he has been uh, distributing the ball nicely this year i think he'll pick it up a little bit more with bane out and and have a big night you know i am i keep wanting to compare jaw to iverson but i have a hard time doing that because iverson i mean he could jump for a six foot dude, but jaw jumps out of like his athletic ability is like a Vince Carter, you know, something yeah. like that. And so I, there, I don't think there's a player that you can compare his skill set completely to as a point guard, maybe he's Marbury. Got, he's got pieces of a few different players, right. About where he can get to the, get to the basket. Yeah. Marbury ish, but same type of thing. The athletic ability, um, it is a mixture of a Vince in the lane, the way he can get up yeah. and, and finish, but then with that Iverson type moves on the perimeter. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I did see, right. Um, speaking of John Morant, there was a video that I forget somebody sent me. It is embarrassing where the NBA is going with their, with the carries, man. Oh yeah. Watch it. Watching John Morant. Now he is so gifted. Don't get me wrong. And this is not, old school hating on new school type thing but for god's sakes there is no way to defend an nba guard in today's game when they can put their hand fully under the ball make a move crossover there's no way you can play them yeah absolutely no chance in hell that you can defend a john morant right now with that ability with his athletic ability and to be able to carry it when you think he's going to shoot so you kind of get up and then he goes right by you and you're like what the hell is that yeah it's yeah it's it's a it's an ongoing uh, little Instagram thing that I have with Aiden and Ali. And we send each other videos like, is this a travel or should it be a travel? Is this a carry? And 99% of the time, it's 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 a travel and what we consider a travel, but they never yeah. call it. And some of these, like there's some like, you know, some videos of these guys trying new moves. And it's like, is this a travel? probably the way we see it but the way the nba sees it no you know like that extra you know third step or the little shuffle that they do um but then you just you you just turn on any game watch a guy dribbling it at half court he's just he dribble puts his hand under it dribbles again puts his hand and i'm like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get, I get it from entertainment. You don't want to call it every yeah. play, yeah, but yeah. you started to do that though. People would change the way and actually dribble a ball instead yeah. of just carry it every time. It's, it is embarrassing to watch where these guys are, where these guys are at with their, with the carries. It really did, is. Did you see the game where the last second or like it was the last minute of the game and they called a travel on Steph? I and did see that. It was like that one now, game. Now, where, yeah. Now he did travel. Let's he did, be honest. but that play goes on almost every play. <laughs> oh yeah, you know for that sure. happens, and they call it in the last minute of a game, and they lost that game. Obviously, for I think they lost that game, but it's crazy to see like 
the refs just call or like who was it two nights ago luca he was yelling at his own teammate let's go and he got teed up it's like bro that is all these guys absolutely nuts when they're they're just going to have their egos and call technicals or do whatever the hell they want and you're like he's yelling at his team like if you if you don't see them yelling specifically at you, you can't just turn around and be like, "Oh, there was a loud voice. He must have been yelling at me." Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah, it's yeah, it's very it's sad. Pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, very sad. And then, so I'll pick Denver. I'll go opposite of you for a hundred. Now, okay. do you want to discuss last night's game because it was a pretty epic game? I was fortunate enough to go, and um, I will tell you, I uh, had a few drinks because it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I don't blame you, and I I would hope that you would have, yes. Uh, And um, I will say, as many good plays as Westbrook did, and I think he decided he was going to take over the fourth because LeBron and AD were probably tired because they played basically this entire second half. But he took, I think the stat was, he took the first six of the first seven shots in overtime. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) <laughs> I was like sitting there and I'm like, he's going to shoot it. He he walked up and like pulled up. He made two quick layups, you know, in the fourth or in the overtime. And I was like, he's coming shooting it. He's going to do a heat check right now. Comes up, pulls up for a three. I'm like, draft to the fucking basket. That's how you got the other two points or two baskets. Draft totally. to the fucking basket. Oh my just God. Cause you've, just because you've made two baskets yeah. in a row does not mean you do a 35 foot heat check. Right. If you have made two or three threes in a row, exactly. Get it. You got the feel of the distance. You got the stroke, like going, like I get that part. But if you just made two buckets, there's there's nothing in the player handbook that says you then have to do a heat check from thirty. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I, it was just, it was just, it was, it was a fun game. I mean, I will say they look Lakers are looking good against good teams whether you win you know if it's a last minute or you go overtime that's a toss-up and you know it goes either way but you know they went overtime against uh, philly they went overtime against boston and they beat milwaukee you know that's that's a pretty good i'll take that compared to where they used to be where they were what 15 20 games ago you know definitely and i do want to give uh westbrook a little bit of slack on that because this is coming from someone who Always did find a way to do a heat check whenever. <laughs> it didn't matter if I made two in a row or missed two. It was still heat check time. So I want to give Westbrook a little bit of slack because I feel where he's coming from. Okay, let's just you move do on it. from there. You do heat check right out of warm-ups. Like, well, I got to see if I'm good, if I'm warmed up. <laughs> hey, I always feel warm in warm-ups, so might as well do a heat check. Right? Is it all star warm up? So I was heat checking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bam! It's time to heat check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got something for me? <laughs> you know what? I was uh yeah no so I I was looking through some stuff and you know we talk about you know certain teams that have had great uh, little runs lately winning champions and stuff and I was watching you know Steph Curry the other night and I was thinking to myself I go damn who was in his draft class and had he gone somewhere else, what would that dynamic have looked like? So then I started to think and I go, okay, the year that he went, the Timberwolves had two picks in the top, but this was just in the top like eight, right? Or, or whatever it was. Or they had five. three picks in front of him. No, no, two picks in front of him. Well, they two, picked they had- three point cards. They drafted three point cards that year. 
Two, two in right in front of them though, Flynn and Ricky Rubio, right? Yeah. So, so I was thinking they could have got in those two picks, they could have had Steph, mm-hmm. and they could have had Demar Derozan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hear me out. They still had Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Now I know had they had those two guys, their season would have been a little bit better that year. However, the next year they could have had. I think it was either Paul George or Demarcus Cousins. If right. Those two picks, let's just call it DeRozan and Curry, go to the T-Wolves. Do the T-Wolves have a chip by now? Yeah. And if Uh, so... You know what? No, I take it back. Um, Well, okay, that's uh, assuming that they did a better job than... Obviously, if you're picking those guys, you have smarter people in that room, right? So I don't know if they would have made it I think they would have made it to the finals. They would have been a thousand times better than they are because then the next year they wouldn't have gotten those draft picks. If you had, uh, well, I mean, you're Steph, absolutely right. Stefan, Steph, you know, his first three years, he was injury prone, right? So he had a bunch of ankle and foot issues. So he didn't really yeah. get into rhythm. But what, what year did he get drafted? He got drafted 2000. He didn't really get, yeah, he didn't probably get into rhythm till like 12, 13, right? And another question on top of that part is, is Steph Steph if he's in a crappy organization and on a team where it's just kind of, I don't know, not the right coaching staff? Because Mark Jackson, I, I think even though, even though he got fired, he set the wheels in motion for Steve yeah. Kerr to come in and really polish that polish that off. Honestly, yeah. you got to give credit to Mark Jackson. So my question really is, is Steph even in the talks of being Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time? three-time MVP, whatever it is, four-time champ. Is he even that guy? Had he get drafted? So is is he now fortunate that he dropped to a good team like Golden State, good ownership, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, good coaches? Well, he initially thought he was going to be drafted by the Knicks, yep. which were the pick after him, right? So he thought he was going to drop to eight and Knicks were going to take him. So he was kind of, I mean, from, I think I read, I watched some bit, um, whatever story about him and saying that he was expecting to go Knicks. So um, I think Steph would have been Steph. I think Steph would be this guy he is right now. I just don't know if, because he, his shooting was always going to be great. You know, he was going to become this guy. I think they put players around him to make him his team better, obviously. So I think he would have been kind of like name another great point guard that just was a high score. He'd like a maybe like a Reggie Miller where he was just, you know, on an average team. Sometimes they would make it to the final or Western, you know, Reggie eventually made it to the finals. But I think he'd have been kind of like that where they would eventually figure it out, put good players around him. But but had he been on a team that let's say had a solid four man, right? Cause then right. there were still good yeah. bigs and, yeah. you yeah. know, playing kind of inside yeah. bully ball and all that stuff. If he was on that type of team, does he have the freedom just to showcase that Steph talent and to basically change the whole fucking landscape of basketball as we know it, where everybody's shooting from 30 now, pull up Steph Curry, yeah. Curry, Curry, right? I, I, I mean, think... it's just, it's just crazy to think like, where would he be for his career and where would the Warriors like it? It's just, it's just funny to, to think about. Yeah. I mean, he could have benefited from getting picked where he did instead of going to a team and matched up with another good guard like DeRozan 
maybe it takes the spotlight off him. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can really kind of say that about a lot of players, though. Like, yeah, for example, if if the Charlotte and Lakers hadn't traded for Vladi for him, would he have been a great player in Charlotte? Would they put a decent? Would they have done anything? Would he have developed? I think he would have developed it totally. being Kobe a lot earlier because he would have been the focus as opposed to Shaq being the focus. But you're, you know, you're right. And it was, and there's, you could say that about my God, yeah. hundreds and hundreds. Luca. hundreds you could say that about Luca. You know, just, you say it was that. funny to watch him. And I was like, huh. I, and then I just started kind of going down the rabbit hole of looking at yeah. when he was drafted, what did that look like and all that stuff. But yeah. then in connection with that, if you have on hand the 2010 NBA draft, can you tell me a worse draft class? Let me pull it up right now. I, 2010 NBA draft. I don't remember. I don't even remember who the first pick was. So just take a look at that and read through that. the Let top 15. You know, I was looking at him like, Jesus. Well, okay. I bet you, I think we, there's a worse one, but uh, John there, Wall. There, there might be. Yeah, John Evan Wall Turner, is solid. Derek Fla- Favors, Wesley Johnson, DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, uh, I don't even know who in the, the Golden State Eki Udo uh, exactly and Greg Monroe, Alfahu Aminu, Gordon Hayward. I mean, at one point he was De- Paul yeah, George. Decent, decent. Paul George, um, Xavier Henry, who was a Laker player, and I relied on him highly. Trash. He ended up just dunking a couple times and then just being injured the rest of his year and a half there. He was with Lakers. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not, look, I will say this. There was a lot of veteran savvy players that came at Avery Bradley, Eric Bledsoe. Um, let's see. Patrick Patterson was a good player. Ed Davis was in the league till a couple years ago. Uh, Paul George, like I said, jo- yeah, but, uh, like a, but like an Ed Davis. though, just cause he like hung around cause he's a six ten lefty. I mean, I don't know. I, I was looking through that. And I was like, good God, man. Is there anybody that's, you know, I, I get it. Paul George, John Wall, they're, they're very, very solid players. Don't get me wrong. And Gordon Hayward for a while there, he had a nice little yeah. three to four year window where he was, you know, a close to an all NBA guy, but there's I nobody got one for that. You. Here you go. There's nobody. Here you go. Well, I guess no one player ruins it for me for this conversation, but 2013, the top five players, Anthony Bennett, Victor Oladipo, awful. Um, uh, yeah. Otto Porter, Cody Zeller, Alex Lynn. Those are the top five. Yeah, that that could be worse but for sure. I didn't go thing, that far, but it's the awful. thing that changes it is CJ is in that draft, and the most important is Giannis is in that draft. Is who? Giannis. Oh, and thirteen at fifteen. So okay. that's the one that oh, changes everything. Two thousand thirteen, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, change, that changes a little bit. Yeah. However, it, when you have one guy that yeah. really changes it all, that's still a yeah. god awful draft class. Yeah, but I mean, like, look, there, there's Tim Hardaway Jr. late in that draft. There's Rudy Gobert. Um, I mean, there's some good Dennis shooters in there. Um, yeah. But you know, every it's just the t- it's you know, unfortunately, what it is is the top three or four players get so much. Pr- pressure because they're expected to carry a, a shitty team you know you're re- there's a reason you're got the first or second or third draft pick right yeah yeah. and yeah. unless you have somebody smart in the front office who's like all right homie we're going to develop you and try to put good veteran players around you so you can learn the nba life and a lot of these guys don't 
get that. Like, or, you know, like Anthony Bennett should not have been a top uh, number one pick. He should have been like a top, I think they said five, six pick. I still to this day don't ever even remember him playing in college. That's how you, bad. I don't yeah, think you know, I don't think you I don't think UNLV was even on TV at any time during no. any of his games to no. see. And then out of nowhere, they freaking draft him. You're like, I mean, I don't think there maybe was a quicker fire ever than a, a GM who picked him. Dude, they had so many number one. They had 2011, Cleveland got Kyrie. And then yeah. two years later, they got Bennett. And the next year, uh, LeBron goes back to them. Or, yeah, LeBron goes back to them. It's like, it's... And then they, they got Andrew had, Wiggins again. Another, yeah, they and they got Wiggins. One, and then, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. All right, man, I got my game for you. Ready? Let's do it. Yep. All right, I'm going to give you a player. This is where they ended their career. What team did they end their career with? Okay. Oh man, there's a I'll lot give you multiple of guys that hold on to the end. Yeah, Ooh. I'll give you multiple choice. Okay, so like Grant yeah. Hill, was did he end his career with the Heat, Suns, or Clippers? Grant Hill ended with the Clippers. He did. Way to go. All right. I was surprised you got that one. All right. Uh, Shaq, did he end it with? Uh, Boston, Cavs, or the Suns? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> golly. Because he was I'm the color of the rainbow. He was on every team in the last dog, couple of years. everywhere. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say the Cavs. I feel like he had a little mini, mini pit stop after the Celtics and after there. No, he Cavs. ended with the Cavs. Or he ended with Boston. Sorry, he ended with Boston. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Um, next one is AI. Did he end it with in Denver, in Detroit, or did he go back to the 76ers? Hmm. Not Denver. Detroit? God, did he go to Detroit? I'm going to say the Sixers. I'm going to say he ended with the Sixers. Good job. Well yeah. done. I, I didn't know. I don't remember him playing for the Sixers again. So that was a good one. All right. Uh, Dominique Wilkins. Did he end? Did he ended up back in Atlanta, in Toronto, or with the Magic? Shit, <laughs> that was old school. This one, you know, a little old Dominique school. Wilkins. Wait, <laughs> Toronto even a franchise when he was there? I don't even think so. You're trying to trick me. I like it though. I like your style. You're going to throw the worst game at me next week, aren't you? Man, next week I'm coming strong. We're going to talk about like pro soccer and stuff, give you some random teams. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to randomly say that he spent a, a last year with Orlando. He did. Well done. Well done. Look at that. You are three for four so far. Last but not least, Tony Parker. Did he end it back with the Spurs, with the Suns, or with the Hornets? Ooh. God, was he traded his last year to the Hornets? I feel like... Dog, there's no way. He had... I think he retired with the Spurs, didn't he? No, he... I don't think he got traded. I think the Spurs kind of were like, hey, you know, you're a free agent, you can do what you want. And he got a big old uh, contract for the Hornets and went for like a year and a half and then he just retired. Okay, so he played one last year maybe and then rode off yeah, the sunset. Yeah, and then he, yeah okay. That's, That's pretty right. good I, though. I, Three I, for I five. thought there was a trade in there, but I didn't know if he actually went or not or if he just yeah. retired and set him out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's pretty, pretty good, good stuff there, man. Hey, that was pretty good game. That was well done, homie. I wouldn't. I don't think I would have gotten that many. So <laughs> all I'm 
want to say is thank you for not bringing up the misery of the Mavericks lately because Luca needs some help for God's sakes. When he is not out there, did you see the game when he sat and they lost by like 40 or 50? It just was not even close. <laughs> and then also, what the hell is he doing on defense on that inbound play where the guy just basically throws an easy little chest pass for a lob? for a? It's like, give me a break. Play some freaking defense, Mavericks. Yeah, well, don't say Mavericks. Say Luca, homie. Like you, oh, no, your boys got to play. Yeah, yeah. But it starts from the top, included. right? You're, you're him included. Yeah, it's you know I didn't want to bring him up just because I don't know how well the Lakers are going to be doing in the next couple of weeks. So I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to jinx I, I, my team by talking about your team in bad juju. I like what you did there, though. You played it safe because had you gone on the attack, man, I would have doubled down. <laughs> On the extra attack after a little, I was gonna say. after a little Laker losing streak upcoming. So no, I'm no, like, they're gonna I appreciate they're, that. And I will be kind. Yeah, you know, uh, once they once the Lakers pass Dallas, then I can talk my shit. Until then, I can't really talk shit. So if that happens, I might need to sign sign the you know the bandwagon hey, to join. A they're join not team too year. far behind. I will tell you where the standings are. They are not too far behind them. It's ugly. That's what it, it is. It is. I mean, the West is just incredibly just funky as hell. So Dallas is 14 and 13. Lakers are 11 and 16. They're, what, three games behind Dallas. So a nice little winning streak and a little losing streak for Dallas. And we're right back in there, baby. Hey, can we can we, can we we end this with a little props to Zion and the Pelicans for being number one in the yes. West right now? I was going to say, we're going to – I didn't want to bring them love. up yet. I want to. I want to give them a week to see if they can sustain it, and then we can talk all about them next week. You know, I think hey, give them a little I'm time. Give them a little bit of love. Zion coming back, yeah. showing some people that hey, don't don't talk about being my way. Uh, I get it under control, and hey, kudos to them. They they deserve it, and they're playing awesome ball. Yeah, I the hope coaching they stick it up for a little longer. Yeah, the coaching staff has done a great job, kind of getting him and Ingram together, and they yeah. put a bunch of good veterans and young players all together. Like I read an article saying. It wouldn't be surprising if this team made it to the finals because the West is such a fucking crazy, messed yeah. up, nothing. No, Everyone has weaknesses and you don't know who's coming out of it, you know? Um, and so, remind me next week to talk about CP0 championships, okay? Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. I, I support that decision. <laughs> all right, homie. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace.